Hey guys, welcome back to the Health Terminal Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Blay, and today in this episode, we're going to be talking about genetic testing. I never thought that I'd be talking about something like this. I did take like Bio 30, but I never thought that I would have my gene tested and be able to talk about it. So in today's day and age, it's become completely accessible for every man, woman, and child to have their genetic testing. Uh, genome tested and to find out about their family history and ancestry, uh, their predispositions and genetic risk factors, uh, drug tolerances, and their characteristics. Although you probably already know your characteristics if you've uh, looked at yourself in a mirror, but it's very interesting to see that they're able to pretty much pinpoint what you look like without ever seeing you. I'm talking, of course, about one of our sponsors, 23andMe. So over the past year, and I think uh, October of last year, that, uh, that seems right to me, I had my uh, genome tested via, via 23andMe. So I'm going to go through kind of the process and how they uh, obtained my sample uh, and my results because I think it's super cool what they're doing. And really, 10 years ago, we wouldn't be talking about this kind of thing because getting a genetic test used to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. And now they're able to sequence it for, I think, 250 bucks American is what I paid for it. So without further ado, we're going to talk about the process and how they get uh, to obtain your sample and why I kind of did it as well. So I'll talk about why I did it first, because uh, that's going to give you some understanding and you might want to do it too, just for the simple reasons that I give. So I didn't really do it for my family history. I don't care too much about that. I know that I am uh, Caucasian in the nth degree. I'm as white as white can be. Um, but what I wanted to know was my predispositions for uh, genetic disorders and uh uh, potential uh, pitfalls in later life, uh, especially like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and stuff like that. So uh, this is why I did it. Um, I'm definitely into being your own doctor because I don't think anybody cares as much about your health as you do. And uh, to be able to kind of... Uh, prevent things into the future I think is of the utmost importance and that's really one of the themes of the health terminal I want to really focus more on the prevention of things than the treatment of things because I think that the healthcare system is backwards in that regard um, they worry to, uh, about um, treating things but preventing things is another issue altogether um, we've seen it with regards to the uh, carbohydrate fat debate and how over the past 40 or 50 years, uh, Americans have been getting more obese simply because they've really been just misguided. And that's because of the health industry as well as the food industry. So that uh, is really one of the reasons and the most important reason as to why I did this test. So, uh, Obtaining the sample and how they get that. So what you're going to do is you're going, and I know I'm saying so a lot. What you're going to do is you're going to go to 23andMe.com and you're going to 
uh, decide on uh, the package that you want uh, to get your genome tested. And you can actually get uh, multiple packages for your family and stuff like that. I just did the simple package and it's very simple setup. It will actually make you a profile immediately. You'll be ha you'll have a profile before you have any results. And then you go into your profile to see your results in about six weeks time from the day that you sign up. After you sign up, they're going to email you a 23andMe little box. And it comes in like, I think a week. It came very quickly for me. It obviously depends on where in the world you are, I'm sure. But for me, it came in a week and I had it on my doorstep right then and there. Uh, what happens is you open up the box and inside you see a test tube and a funnel and a sample bag. And that's pretty much it. Uh, then you see some instructions in there and you realize all of a sudden you got to spit a lot. <laughs> that's how they obtain your sample actually is, is via saliva. So what you're going to do is you're going to open up this uh, test tube and funnel and you're going to start drooling into it essentially. You're going to fill up this test tube uh, probably about three, two and a half, three inches. And then you close it. And in the funnel, there's actually a stabilizer. And the stabilizer goes into the sample and stabilizes the saliva sample for transportation. And you put this, the test tube inside of... Uh, actually, you take off the funnel, uh, screw on the cap to the test tube, insert the test tube into... Um, the sample bag and you put it in the little box that you got it so don't throw out the little box and you actually will seal it in the little box the box becomes your shipping container and you get express post for free back to the laboratory and they are going to analyze your sample I did this in the dead of winter so don't be afraid of doing it any time of year um I'm sure my sample had frozen. It was like minus 25 out. That's Celsius, not Fahrenheit for my uh, American friends. And uh, that's uh, that's the process. So after you have this done, you're going to wait for probably about a month, four weeks, and you're going to get your results. And this is nerve-wracking for some people. Uh, what I'll talk about first is your ancestry because it's a big, big part of this. So you're going to find out exactly what your composition is, uh, both on your maternal and your paternal lines, so your mother and father side, as well as your Neanderthal. <coughs> Neanderthal, there we go, <laughs> ancestry. I can't pronounce Neanderthal perfectly. I have about 2% in me. That's probably why I'm still a caveman. Um, so we go into the ancestry composition. I'm actually just in my dashboard right now for 23andMe, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I am. So I'm 99.8% European. In that, they break it down to French and German, British and Irish, Scandinavian, Finnish, uh, broadly Northwestern European, Southern European, Balkan, Italian, Eastern European, and broadly European. Uh, so I am... <laughs> As Caucasian as Caucasian could be, as I said earlier. However, something super interesting is that I have 0.2% Middle Eastern and North African in me. And I don't know where that would have come from. But something super cool, I had no idea about it. And I'm sure you might be able to find something out that 
surprises you too because for me that's like I had no idea I thought I was pretty much uh, as white as can be but also that probably could have been from uh, thousands of years ago before migration into Europe and uh, I'm not I had to have to touch on about my history I'm I'm more of a health guy that's why I run the health terminal not the history terminal but uh something very interesting to find out about myself so that's kind of the ancestry part of that and it's pretty cool uh something else to consider is actually if you have people that are very similar to your genome on here you can actually contact them which is really cool however i don't have any first cousins i do have like almost 90 i, th I think it's 89 or 90 second or third cousins on here which is crazy. So th there's very similar genomes to me out there in the world. And uh, I'm sure the six degrees of se separation apply here, but that's very interesting. So going to the health over overview, and this is what we're really concerned about and uh, interested in for our purposes. So we look at our genetic risk factors. Uh, in this uh, file, we find out um, what we can do for uh, our predispositions for certain diseases. Uh, so they talk about Alzheimer's, celiac, uh, hereditary breast and ovarian cancer, which would be very important for my female listeners. Um, obviously, I don't have ovaries, but that would be very interesting to see for females and taking the steps and precautions uh, to avoid that if you have uh, the genetic variant that um, has to do with these. Um, inherited uh, thrombophilia, uh, Parkinson's disease, all of these are really interesting to know. And you actually have to click into them because you have to consent to seeing your res your results for these because it's it can be life-changing for some people. Uh, luckily for me, Excuse me, I have none of the variants that lead to any of these uh, disorders. But the reason that I did this is because I wanted to see if I did and I was going to take the steps necessary to avoid having these uh, disorders later in life, especially Alzheimer's. That one frightens me very much. And I really enjoy being able to have a memory and... Um, be able to remember things and that's one of the most important things to me personally and I know that anybody that knows somebody with Alzheimer's it becomes very hard um, to watch these people later in life in which they they don't even recognize their own family so that's something that I wanted to know because I wanted to be able to fight that from day one and do whatever possible to uh, avoid it in the long term so that's the genetic predispositions. Now, uh, there's drug response on here. So you actually can find out uh, how well you respond to certain drugs. Uh, so some of these for me are interesting. Hepatitis C treatment, I have a reduced response. So hopefully I don't get hepatitis C because I don't respond very well to the medication. Um, Wayfarin sensitivity. Um, there's a couple other ones on here. There's, uh, it looks like 15 or so, 10 or 15. Um, and then a couple other uh, different drugs. Proton, proton pump inhibitor 
PPI metabolism. Uh, I have rapid, whatever that means. I'm going to click into it and let you know here in two seconds. Um, they're drugs that limit the production of stomach acid. Okay. Interesting. Uh, conditions for like ulcers and acid reflux disease. Okay. Interesting. Um, so there's that. Then there's inherited conditions. We talk about this. So you're definitely probably going to know, <laughs> definitely probably, you're probably going to know uh, if you have any of these uh, disorders, but uh, if you don't, you might be able to treat them as well. This is something that also interests me. So they talk about cystic fibrosis, Bloom syndrome, Canavan disease, uh, BP, DPD deficiency, excuse me. Um, what else do we have? Glycogen storage disease, type 1A and type 1B. Hereditary fructose intolerance, uh, Lay syndrome, French-Canadian type, maple syrup, urine disease, bunch of these are interesting. There's probably about 30, 30 of them. I luckily have all the variants absent, which is great. Um, then it goes to traits. And we talk about, you're probably going to know these things because if you looked in a mirror, you're going to know these things. You're going to know if you have blonde hair. You're going to know if you can taste bitter things. Uh, some people actually can't taste uh, bitter tastes. And actually cilantro too that little uh, herb you find in all your tacos, some people can't taste that. Uh, some people that actually taste like soap and they absolutely hate it. For me, I love it. So <laughs> it's interesting because I have talked to people and they're like, how can you eat that? Well, it's actually uh, genetic how you can taste it or not. Uh, they talk about male pattern baldness, muscle performance. This one was very interesting to me and I really wanted to know this one. Um, so they're going to find out if you have um, more fast twitch or slow twitch muscles. And for me, uh, I have very fast twitch muscles. So I'm likely a sprinter. And that's something that I uh, knew, but I didn't know that it was genetic because I always sucked at running. I hated running. Absolutely hated it for distance. But give me a set of weights and give me uh, a goal crease in hockey. I was a goalie. All these little f short burst and strength activities, I loved. And it's really cool to know that you're actually almost genetically predisposed to being uh, certain positions in sports or to play certain sports because you're better at them or worse at them. Um, they talk about your blood type, your norovirus resistance, which is interesting. I'm actually resistant to the most common strain of it. So if I'm ever on a cruise ship, hopefully I don't get sick. Um, you're going to know if you have red hair or not. Uh, but they also talk about smoking behavior. So this is actually like your addictive personality. Um, and apparently I have an addictive personality. So don't give me a cigarette, please. Um, so there's some other stuff on here. There's caffeine consumption and your metabolism of caffeine. Uh, these are lower confidence reports, but they still have some merit to them. Uh, freckling, hair curl. I think I already talked about that height. Iris pattern, male, male pattern baldness, uh, preliminary research, measures of obesity, nearsightedness and farsightedness, response to your diet, response to exercise, uh, tooth development, uh, menopause for women, uh, hair thickness, odor detection, pain sensitivity. All these are a little bit lower confidence, but they're also uh, 
tests that are in the process of being run. And you're actually providing these people with test results so that they can advance science. So I learned a lot about myself and I really would encourage you to get your uh, genome tested because it's super cool to do and you can find out about yourself in ways that you never thought were possible. And like I said earlier, 10 years ago, this would not have been possible for the everyday person. This would have cost thousands and thousands of dollars. We're looking at like five figures to do this 10 years ago. So this is really cool and I totally encourage it. Now, if you guys have any questions about this, I'm going to link to the 23andMe article that I wrote a little while ago. And you can post in the comment section there on the discuss. Uh, and you can also uh, send me an email at josh at thehealthterminal.com and I'll be sure to respond to you. I view both of those and uh, moderate both very consistently. So that would be awesome. Um, other than that, I'm going to link to 23andMe.com so you can get your genome tested. Uh, I might have a coupon code in the future and I will post that in the article just to help you guys out. I'll also post it in the show notes if I do get one in the future. Uh, but some very cool stuff. In the next episode, we're probably going to be talking to a national level Canadian bodybuilder, which would be super cool. I'm going to be talking to him about how he gets started in uh, bodybuilding, uh, the prep and getting contests ready, uh, how he works out, how he eats on a consistent basis, and also about injury prevention and one of the injuries that he sustained earlier on. I know the guy actually from uh, playing hockey back in the day. He was uh, one of my teammates and opponents, and uh, it's going to be a very fun podcast. I look very much forward to that one. So with uh, that being said, uh, if you guys would love to leave me a review, that would be awesome. And I will see you in the next Health Terminal podcast. This is Josh signing off. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys soon.